Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lakota Sichas, Chiyadigidzayin, Parshas Bukhukaisai, Sicha Aleph. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's Parsha, we learned the Pasuk of Imbichukaisai Telechu, and we learned the teaching of Rashi on it. And there are four parts in the sicha. The Rebbe will, number one, ask four questions on Rashi. Number two, present the key to answering these questions, which is to understand what's really bothering Rashi. Number three, based on this, answer all four questions. And number four, present the Pnimis Zainanam of this teaching of Rashi. In the beginning of our parsha, so Rashi quotes the words, and he explains, you would think that refers to fulfilling mitzvahs. However, once the Pasuk says right after it says, and you will guard and fulfill the mitzvahs, that means the Pasuk already speaks about in the later words. So how do we understand and how do we apply the words what do they refer to? And Rashi explains and answers that means that you should be amal, you should exert yourself in learning Torah. So now the source of Rashi is in the Medrash, it's in Teres Kainim. However, since Rashi presents drushes of Razal only when they're needed and proven from within Pshutosh HaMikra itself, so therefore we must say that this explanation is based on the simple understanding of the Pasuk. And according to this, it's understood why Rashi writes at such length. He says, Why does Rashi give this whole introduction? And he doesn't just write the actual teaching itself. That Rashi could have quoted the words, and then it explained immediately, but according to what we just said, it's understood. Because otherwise, if Rashi just went straight to writing, so then one may conclude that this is the simple meaning of the words, which isn't correct, since the general meaning of is mitzvahs. And therefore, Rashi must first preface and say, and explain to us that it's only because the mitzvahs is written later in the Pasuk that we must say that means not mitzvahs. So the point over here that we're saying is, that the source of Rashi is in Teres Kainim, however, it has to fit with Pshutu Shemikra, and otherwise Rashi wouldn't bring it. And that explains to us why Rashi indeed writes this teaching over here at such length, because since the whole basis, and it has to be connected to and fit into Pshutu Shemikra, so therefore Rashi needs to address a mistake that a person may make and think if he would just write that that's the meaning of so Rashi tells us that that's not the case really in you'd think that it refers to doing mitzvahs because that's the simple meaning of and it's only because we have a question that therefore we learn that it refers to and there are four questions here the first question is Rashi is explaining to us over here in his teaching that in our Pasuk doesn't mean mitzvahs but rather it means Torah if so, so Rashi should have quoted from the Pasuk the words Im Why is he also quoting the word Telechu? He's not explaining to us what Telechu means, he's explaining to us what Bukhukaisai means. So he should have quoted the words Im from the Pasuk. And also in his explanation, he should have only explained and focused on the meaning of the word Bukhukaisai. And he should have said Yachal Elu HaMitzvah. You would think that Bukhukaisai refers to the mitzvahs. Instead, he says Yachal Zekiyum HaMitzvah. And in the continuation, he says Kishu Eimervets Mitzvahisai Tishmeru. He shouldn't have quoted the word Tishmeru. He should have just said, 
and then continued, Instead, he says, He adds the word Tishmiru. Why is he adding both in the quote from the Pasuk over here, in the quote of the Pasuk later on, Tishmiru, and in his explanation? He doesn't just talk about what the word refers to, whether it's mitzvahs or not, but he talks about what means whether it's kiyum hamitzvus, and he says no. It says vesmitzvus. I say tishmeru and kiyum hamitzvus is already mentioned. Why is he adding the telechu and the tishmeru and the word kiyum? The whole focus should be exclusively on im b'chukaisai, and explain to us that b'chukaisai doesn't refer to mitzvus, rather it refers to taira. The second question points out that the first question is even stronger since in the source of this teaching of Rashi, in Teres Kainim, it indeed says, Yochel Elu HaMitzvah, and it doesn't say, Yochel Zekiyum HaMitzvah. The third question is, based on the previous two questions, we must say that Rashi is also addressing another aspect in Kiyum HaMitzvah, that over here it doesn't just mean Kiyum of learning Terah, but rather that it means to be Amelim Batera. And that's why we see Rashi also quotes the word Teilechu and he speaks about Kima Mitzvah and he concludes that it refers to Amelim Batera. However, from Vets Mitzvah Tishmeru, we only have a proof that Bechukaisa means Teira and not Mitzvah. However, what's Rashi's proof that it means Amelim Batera? We don't see that it refers to Amelim Batera, we just see that it's not Mitzvah, so it must mean Teira. And the fourth question is after this Rashi, Rashi then says a teaching on the words of the Pasuk of Esmitzvaysay Tishmeru, the later words in Bechukaysay Teilechu, Esmitzvaysay Tishmeru, Vasisim Aisim. So Rashi explains the meaning of the words of Esmitzvaysay Tishmeru is, Hevu Amelim Batera, Amanas Nishmar Ulakayim. Meaning, in other words, these words come in continuation to the earlier words in the Pasuk. We're supposed to read the Pasuk to be telling us, In Bechukaysay Teilechu, Shetiu Amelim Batera. And the Pasuk then continues and tells us that this Amal Terra should be in such a way that it is, Vesmitzvaysay Tishmeru, Vasisim Aisim. It should be in such a way that it leads and it's on, in order to guard and fulfill the mitzvahs. And the Chayru, this contradicts what Rashi just said that which means that means the actual doing mitzvahs. He says the Pasuk already says that a person has to do mitzvahs. Not what he's saying over here that it's a detail in the way of learning Torah. What Rashi is saying over here sounds like that the meaning of is telling us a detail of how one should be Amal Batera. One should be Amal Batera in such a way that it's Almanas And so it's not a thing for itself that Hashem is saying Im but rather Im in such a way that it is and brings to and it's an order for So it seems like these two Rashi's contradict one another. So now we're going to move straight into answering the first three questions on Rashi, but we're going to begin with the main point of the answer. The main point of the answer is to see that besides for the obvious question in Rashi, that it already says mitzvahs later in the Pasuk, so they can't refer to mitzvahs, there's another question over here that's bothering Rashi. And once we see what that question is, then automatically our first three questions will be answered. So the explanation of this is as follows. Learning Torah is one of the 613 mitzvahs. And the Mirchamish Lamikra also understands this. Since this Benchamish Lamikra makes a bracha of Asher Kedishanum Bimitzvaisov, he does it every morning before learning Torah. So, according to this, it's understood why we can't explain that Bechukesa Telechu means simply learning Torah, since learning Torah is included in doing mitzvahs. And therefore, it comes out that the question, that mitzvah is already said later in the Pasuk. So, how are we going to understand the words, it still remains? We can't say it means learning Torah. That's already included in Vets Mitzvah Saitishmeru. 
And therefore Rashi explains that must mean not simply learning Torah, but rather also an, addition, an additional detail in learning Torah, an additional aspect of learning Torah, which we are unable to learn from Mitzvah Tishmeru. We are unable to learn it from Mitzvah Tishmeru, since even without this detail of this additional detail in learning Torah, a person fulfills the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. And this is reflected in the word Telechu, and it's not just Tishmeru. So already over here we answered all three questions. Where does Rashi get it from that it has to be a Melem Torah? That was our third question. Because just limited Torah is not enough. It also answers the first two questions of why does Rashi include the word Telechu in his quote from the Pasuk, because that's his indication and he says that's where it's reflected that we're not just talking about any type of learning Torah. It's a certain type of Torah that's captured and communicated in the word Telechu. As we see that later, the Pasuk, when it speaks about mitzvahs, it says Tishmeru. That change reflects that we're not talking about regular learning Torah. We're talking about Shetiwa Melamba Torah. Now, now, what does this actually mean? How can a person add in learning Torah? How does Rashi get to saying Amelim? So how can a person add in learning Torah in such a way that without this addition, a person is not lacking in the Tishmeru of fulfilling the, fulfilling the mitzvah of Talmud Torah? So if it's in quantity, like adding time to one's learning, then it's still all the same manner. It's all the same way of doing the mitzvah. It's just more time. And so it's included in Tishmeru. Like, for example, by fulfilling the mitzvah of whether a person wears the tefillin for a short amount of time or a longer amount of time, it's still within the same exact category and realm of the mitzvah of tefillin. It's just this, it's the same thing, just for more time. So that's not going to remove it from what the Torah says, which includes all mitzvahs, including learning Torah. So therefore, we must say that Telechu emphasizes this point, that it's not just Tishmeru, but rather it's adding in the quality of the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. The, the quality of the mitzvah is raised, that it should be in a way of a melim b'tayra, which is not included in mitzvah Tishmeru, since mitzvah Tishmeru, that level of learning Torah, can be fulfilled also in learning, not in a way of a melim b'tayra. And so that's why Rashi quotes and speaks about not just the mitzvahs, and not just the chukaisai, but also telechu and kiyama mitzvahs, because he's bringing out that kiyama mitzvahs is already taught which includes in it learning Torah. So what are we going to do with the B'chukhoi Teilechu? And Teilechu was quoted because that's the key to bringing out and teaching us that we're talking about a different type of learning Torah. That's why this different word is used. And the type of Torah that it has to mean is Amelimba Torah, because that's the only way of learning Torah that won't be included in Mitzvah Tishmeru. So at this point, we answered all of the questions on the Rashi of The question that remains is the fourth question, which is a question on the next Rashi that tells us that that is telling us the way a person should be it should be in such a way that it brings to guarding and, and fulfilling the mitzvahs, which contradicts what Rashi says over here, that Tishmeru is an instruction for itself that a person should guard and fulfill the mitzvahs. So we're going to answer that, this fourth question, by pointing out that there's actually still a difficulty over here, and that difficulty is answered by these words of Rashi. So, however, according to this explanation that we just gave, that answered the first three questions, the order of the Pasuk is difficult. There's still difficulty over here, which is the order of the Pasuk. Because since Mitzvah Tishmeru includes fulfilling the, the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah on a basic level, we said that it's included in Mitzvahs. So therefore, it should have been written before B'chukah Yisrael First, the Torah should have said, 
and only afterwards because it's understood simply that the order of learning Torah is that one first learns on a basic level and only afterwards on a deeper level because one can't learn something deeply before learning it on a basic level if so why does the Pasuk say and afterwards now if we learn that means the basic learning Torah and mitzvah means doing mitzvahs so then it's understood why it says which is Torah before mitzvah which refers to mitzvahs since only Talmud learning Torah brings to Misa doing the mitzvahs you can't do the mitzvahs if you don't know what to do and how to do it and and as it's understood that in order to know what to do and how to do it a person has to learn but now that we're explaining that refers to be a melimba Torah then it should come after mitzvah therefore Rashi proves from here from the order that the order is telling us that this is the detail and aspect of Amel and Batera. Even though you would think that to be that Amel Batera is not connected to fulfilling and doing the mitzvahs, for that you only need a basic level. The Torah is telling us by putting it in this order that it is an aspect of being Amel Batera. That not only does basic learning have to be with the intention of doing mitzvahs, but also the Amel and Batera has to be Amanas Lishmar Lakayim. And this is what Rashi means when he brings the source. He says after explaining. That it means Almanas Lishmerlakaim, he says, You'll learn them and fulfill them, and you'll guard the mitzvahs. He's telling us that learning Torah without any exception, it doesn't give any specific type of learning. Learning Torah without any exception, even being Amalbatera, has to be Almanas Lishmerlakaim. And according to this, it's understood that when Rashi writes, It's not a contradiction to what he writes earlier. That mitzvah tishru means kiyamah mitzvahs. The reason it's not a contradiction is because Rashi's explanation here is not on the words mitzvah tishru. He's not telling us that the words mitzvah tishru mean have wamelim b'tayra manas lishmor lekayim, but rather on on imbuchukais teleichu being taught to us before that's mitzvah tishru. So first Rashi explains what the words themselves mean. What do the words in B'chukas Tehleichu mean? They mean Shetu HaMel Mbatera. And afterwards he explains why they're written before V'etzmei Tzvei Tishmeru to teach us that the HaMel Mbatera has to be written, has to be in such a way that it's Manas Lishmer Lekayim. And the Rebbe actually points out in Na'ara that the whole Rashi could be one Rashi. At first Rashi tells us what in B'chukas Tehleichu means and then he explains and why is it written before V'etzmei Tzvei Tishmeru to tell us that it has to be in such a way also the HaMel Mbatera has to be in such a way that it leads to fulfilling the mitzvahs. But he's not telling us the meaning of Tishmeru. He's telling us the, te- the what the Torah is telling us, what the Torah is teaching us, what's the meaning in being written before Tishmeru, but not the, not what the words Tishmeru themselves mean. At this point, we answered all of our questions on Rashi. And before moving on to the Pnimis Einanim, we're just going to answer a side question on this whole explanation. The Rebbe will basically ask that there seems to be a much simpler explanation that Rashi could have given for the meaning of the words The Rebbe will explain why it's not a possible answer, and so that's why Rashi taught it the way he taught it. So, however, we still have to understand from the words of Rashi that Yochol Zekim Mitzvus. That's how Rashi starts. So we see that simply. We should have learned that refers to Kima Mitzvahs. And it's only because of what it says afterwards, that we have to learn that means Now it's known that there are different categories of mitzvahs. There are Eidus, Chukim, and Mishpatim. And the category of Chukim are the mitzvahs that are Xeris HaMelech. They're Lamayla Maseichel, it's a decree from Hashem. As Rashi already taught in Parshas Achrei. According to this, the question arises we can learn simply 
that Bechukaisai are the mitzvahs in the category of Chokim, which are beyond reason, they're Lamai Lamaseichel, and Mitzvahisai Tishmeru includes also the mitzvahs that have a reason. So why didn't Rashi say that? Now simply we can answer that if with Mitzvahisai the Pasuk only refers to one category of mitzvahs, the category of Mishpatim, then I'm going to use the word Mitzvahisai, which is a general title that includes all mitzvahs, but rather it would use the word Mishpatai. And as we indeed find that it says, It says, and the next category is not mitzvahs, it's mishpatim. So that would be the simple answer for why Rashi doesn't interpret that, but means chukim, and mitzvahs are the, are the mishpatim, because mitzvahs is a general category that includes all of the mitzvahs. And so this is actually the conclusion we're going to go with for why Rashi doesn't give this explanation. But before we go with it, before we accept this, the Rebbe is going to ask a side question on it. However, L'Chayr, this isn't enough of an answer. Since we find in an earlier place that the Pasuk divides the mitzvahs into categories, it says, Ekev HaShashem Avram B'Kaili Vayishmar, it says, Mishmarti, Mitzvaysai, Chukaysai, V'Seiraysai. And Rashi says, what are mitzvaysai? Those are Dvarm She'ailu Le'Nichtavu, Ru'uyin Hainlet Stavis. These are the mitzvahs that if they weren't written, it would be proper and correct to command a person to do them anyway, which are the mishpatim. And what are chukaisai? Those are dvarim These are the chukim that are lamaylam asechon. So therefore, there are challenges from the yitzhahara and the umisayilam that they challenge a person for doing these mitzvahs. And mitzvah say say plural. Because it's not just Teresh Shabbat, but also Lohavit Teresh But the point is that we see that even when the Pasuk says plainly Mitzvah but since it also specifies Chukim, so it means with, with, with these two terminologies of, of Chukim and Mitzvahs, two categories in Mitzvahs. Mitzvahs refer to Mishpatim, and Chukim refer to the Chukim. So the explanation of this for why this is not a question. And we're going to go with our original point that if the Torah meant Mishpatim, it wouldn't say Mitzvahs, it would say Mishpatim. But nevertheless, by Avram, it does say Mitzvahs. The explanation is as follows. The word Mitzvahs is from the Lashon of Tzivui, that they are Tzivuyim, they are commands from Hashem. So it's understood that this title only fits with Mitzvahs from after Matan Torah, when Hashem gave the Mitzvahs. However, before the Tzivui from Hashem at Matan Torah, where it says by Avram Avinu, Hashem Avram, there wasn't the existence of that Tzivui. So it comes out that it can be that that, that, that the word Mitzvah that's written by Avram Avinu before Mantera is from the Lashon of a Tzivah from Hashem, because there was no Tzivah yet. Therefore, we have to explain that Mitzvah means those Mitzvahs which are Ru'uyin Hain Litztavitz. It would be appropriate, it would be correct to command the person to do them even then, before Mantera, based on reason. And they are called Mitzvahs since reason already is Mitzvah, commands them. However, the Lashon of Mitzvah here after Mantera, this is after Mantera, applies to all Mitzvahs since they are all Tzivuyim from Hashem. And so we can't ask a question from Bayavram if you knew that the Torah uses the terminology, the Lashon of Mitzvahs, just from Rishpatim. That's because it was before Mantera. But after Mantera, Mitzvahs refers to all Mitzvahs, and if it only meant Mishpatim, it would say Mishpatim like it does by Elah Chokim Va Mishpatim Va And so therefore Rashi doesn't have this as an available explanation, and that's why he explains it that means Shetiu Amelim Batera. The explanation of all of this in Pnimin Sinyanim, and we're going to break it up into two parts. So even though Rashi's proof that in Bechukaisa Telechu means Amelim Batera isn't from the word Bechukaisa itself, but rather from later, like he says, But nevertheless, we must say that the Indian of Amelim Batera is hinted to in the Lashon of Bechukaisa Telechu. And this is because we say about Teira that Vetera air, which means that all Inyanim of Teira are in a way of light and they bring light, they illuminate everything. This means that Teira, and certainly Teira Shabbat is written in such a way that the meaning of the Pasuk should be illuminated. If the word Bechukaisai doesn't at all relate to Teira, then it wouldn't say Bechukaisai, but rather something like Bechukaisai, 
which clearly means Torah. And since the Torah specifically chose the Lashon of Bechukaisai, it shows that it specifically emphasizes the union of Amelim Batera. Amelim Batera is connected to Bechukaisai. Now, in order to understand how the Lashon of Bechukaisai, when related to Torah, expresses the union of Amelim Batera, we first need to explain the detail of the meaning of the name Chukim, which is used by mitzvahs. Now, it's known that besides for the name of mitzvahs, which is a general name for all mitzvahs, so like we said earlier, each category of mitzvahs has its own name. There's Eidus Chukim Mishpatim. So Eidus is the category of mitzvahs that give testimony to certain inyanim. Like we have Shabbos for Briya Sa'ilam, and we have Pesach for Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And Mishpatim include all mitzvahs that if the Torah wasn't given, we would understand them on our own through reason and logic. And Chukim are the mitzvahs that are solely a Xeris HaMelech. It's a decree from Hashem. They don't have any logical reason or explanation, not as Mishpatim and not even as Eidus, but rather their whole inyan is Xeris Gazarti Chukakakakti. It's a decree from Hashem. Now, Lashon HaKadosh, which isn't an agreed-upon language, all other languages are agreed-upon languages. They're words that we use in order to be able to communicate. But in Lashon HaKadosh, the name of the item is connected to the item. It's called that name because that's its name. It's connected to what it is. So everything is precise and exact. Now, since the mitzvahs have no logical reason, their Lamayla Maseichel are called Chukim, which the Lashon of Chukah also has the meaning of Chakika to engrave. So therefore, we must say that there's a meaningful connection between a Chukah, which is above logic, it's Lamayla Maseichel, and the idea of Chakika to engrave. And the explanation is, the general difference between engraving and writing is that engraving takes more effort than writing. Speaking, Chazal tell us, is considered a minor action. Writing is already a full action. However, writing doesn't require as much effort as, as engraving. According to this, it's understood why the mitzvahs, which are only exeris amelech, are called chukim. From the lotion of chakiko, of engraving, because fulfilling a mitzvah which is not logical, and even illogical, is a difficult aveda. And it's a lot more difficult than fulfilling something which is logical. And so that's why it's called a chukah, because it's connected to the Lashon Chakika engraving, which is something which is difficult to do. And it's difficult to do these mitzvahs. And according to this, it's understood that when Bechukaisa refers to Teira, it means not regular basic learning, but rather Amal Teira. If it says Bechukaisa, what part of Teira is it referring to? The Amelim Teira, because Chukov and the Lashon of Chakika refers to working hard. And when a person learns Teira with the, with the difficult work of Chakika, so this results in the Chakika in the heart of the one learning. And even when a person's heart is a Leva heaven, is like a heart of stone, if one exerts themselves and learns Tehra. So it will affect the Chakika in their heart, like we know the famous story with the water and the stone, and the power and strength of Tehra to even turn a heart of stone and turn it into a heart that's connected to Tehra. Continuing with this theme, in the Tehra, all in Yonim are completely precise and exact. Therefore, since Amal Tehra is referred to with the Lashon of Chuka, which is the same Lashon that's used for mitzvahs that are Lamayla Maseichel beyond reason, so this itself indicates that the reason Amal Tehra is called a Chuka is not just because it's difficult, but rather also because Amal Tehra is connected with being Lamayla Maseichel beyond reason. Now, even though learning Tehra Shabbat has to be specifically with understanding, and if a person doesn't understand what they're learning. They can't make a brichas Torah. Nevertheless, the Amal Torah is connected with being Lamay Lamaseichel. And even more so, Amal Torah is specifically reflected in the word Bechukaisai. And it's in two aspects. Number one, the Amal Torah has to be more than what makes sense to the person. When a person only learns as much as what makes sense to them, then it's not a true Amal, because it, it makes sense to them to do it. So it's not a true aspect of exertion of, of Amal from the person. And number two, the Amal Torah brings a person to the recognition and understanding that even those things that one does understand are in truth above and beyond reason. It's really Lamayla Maseichel. And like the famous saying of Tachlis Haidiya, Shalene Da'acha, which applies to Hashem and also to His Torah, that, that's one with Hashem. And like the saying of the Frida Rebbe, that also what a person understands are also like Chokim. 
So that's the second aspect in which Omotera is connected to Chukim. Because when a person does the Aveda of Amel and Batera, it brings them to their recognition and understanding and their awareness that everything is truly, all of Tera is really above understanding. And according to this, it's understood why it's called, why it, why it calls learning Tera with the name B'chukaisai, even though it refers to learning every part of Tera, not just the parts that teach about Chukim, but also the parts that teach about Edis and Mishpatim. Since what we're talking about over here is Amal Tera, and since through Amal Tera, a person comes to the recognition that also the Mishpatim, they too are Chukim, because all of Tera is really above and beyond Say